Welcome into Sunday Stories, presented by North Church Guthrie. I'm Corey White, and I'm joined by our guest today, Michelle Watson. Uh, Michelle, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, how'd you get involved with North? We got involved with North through our daughter, my daughter, our second-born, Marissa Bowers, and her husband, Shane Bowers. They invited us. Okay, and uh, how many children do you have? Four. Do, are they uh, all involved with North, or...? No, two. Two are? Two mm-hmm. are. are they, do they live in, in Guthrie? Yes. Do they? Okay. How about you? Have you lived in Guthrie your whole life? Where are you from? I'm an Air Force kid, so traveled around a lot until parents split, and then we landed in Yukon, and then met Mark in 78, and he had a home in Guthrie, so... Been here pretty much since then. Tell me a little bit about your husband, Marcus. What's he like? (laughs) Uh, Reliable, trustworthy. He has shown me the love of God. That's great. You guys, uh, you have a a, a couples group um, at at North Church. So tell me a little bit about that group. So our couples group is called What's Love Got to Do With It? And that's because marriage is great and marriage is hard. And sometimes whether you feel like you're in love or not, that doesn't really matter if you've made a commitment. You need to stick with that commitment and find others that might be struggling or have been through some struggles before and then just work it out. Tell me, uh, what, what advice do you give to, to maybe young couples uh, who are starting out this journey, the journey of marriage? Um, probably the best advice that Mark gave me years ago was, can you just not say the D word anymore? Can you get that out of your vocabulary? Divorce? Yeah. And so I would say, just get it off the table. Uh, how about, how about what, what does Christ mean in, in a marriage? How do you put Christ center of your marriage? How do you put Christ at the center? It's, he has to be at the center. Yeah. With, without Christ, um, I don't think we'd still be together. I don't think that I would have survived some of the, not just the ups and downs of marriage, but the ups and downs of life. Mm-hmm. Tell me about some of those challenges that you and, you and Marcus have had and how you overcome those challenges. Um, well, we've been through deaths of our parents, um, deaths of siblings, um, financial struggles, moves, job changes. You just... You work through it. Once you decide that no matter what happens, you're going to stick together, you find ways. It's kind of like a mom and a child. The mom, it's typically her responsibility, no matter what the the baby, the infant is going through, to figure it out well in in a marriage if, if Christ is the center and if you've made the commitment that no matter what you're staying together, then you just, you work through it. How about uh, your passions? Or let me let me ask you about uh, what you do at North Church Guthrie outside of the group. What do you do on Sundays? We are back in the with North Kids, so check in, 
hall captain, hugging babies. I end up in the orange room frequently, and that's it's wonderful. Well, your uh, your 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 babies are grown, so does it? Yes. To give you an extra joy to get to to get to interact with the with the young children. Yes. Yeah. Do you have any grandkids? We have ten grandkids. Ten grandkids. Mm-hmm. My goodness, ten grandkids. What do you are they? So some are around, some are in other areas. Um, yes. So do you do you interact with them a lot? Do you get a chance to? You know, I I think that uh, they say that you know grandkids are the the reward for parenting. You know that do you, do you feel a little different to toward your grandkids than you do your own children? It's my older sister put it beautifully when she said she was angry when her first grandchild was born because she never wanted to love as intensely as she loved her children and then realized it was even more intense. Because with your grandkids, if things are good, um, then it, it's good. But if your grandchildren are, are sick or hurting or if there's marital problems with their parents, then not only the you see the child hurting and you see the parents hurting. So it's it's a different level of pain and love. What are the what are your holidays like with such a big family? They're great and we have we have four children that are our grandchildren that are not living close to us and that's that's because of things that parents have experienced. And so um that that is a different level of pain, but the ones that are close, um we have a a relatively small house for this day and age. One bathroom, and there's. It's not uncommon to have twenty folks around at one time, and uh, big meals. All the kids bring stuff. It's not all up to to mom and dad to do everything. Everybody contributes, and we have a very close family. Well, you've obviously been coming to North for a long time. What What do you think about North Church? Um, what makes it different? I think everybody's welcome. I don't think there's judgment for uh, the the less than perfect or the the, the less than beautiful. Or um, I just think it's a very very welcoming family atmosphere. Okay. Do you? I, I mean, do you look forward to Sundays? I think during the week. I do. Yeah. I feel like I'm starving if I miss out on Sunday. What What do you do? What do you, What does your week look like? I work full time in the city. So I drive about 35 miles, so 70 miles round trip every day, and um, it's it's pretty intense working with, um, currently it's a contract that we have with the government that is helping others uh, with sexual risk avoidance education, and so I do some traveling, I've done workforce development with this company, but it's it's very busy. Okay, is it a challenging job? It is. How so? Um, it's challenging because not everyone is on board with the type of education that we're doing, so there's challenges in the field, but then because we're all humans, there's challenges at work. And... Are you working with uh, people who are at risk or? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's obviously a challenge. Um, what, what advice do you, do you give them 
to these, you know, to these, they're women, I would imagine, women who are at risk, you said? Well, no, the, the ones, well, the company itself works with different ages. So we serve families, we serve women, we serve other agencies that work with youth. So I don't have direct service with Okay. You're not with the individuals. Okay. Mark and I have done that before. We've been we were house parents at a couple <clears throat> couple different group homes. So we had we worked with at risk youth. Okay. Then um it's such a such a challenge. And do you have a heart for, for helping people in that regard? Is that yes. Yeah. Um how about the differences? I mean, you spend time in Oklahoma City. You spend time in Guthrie. They're obviously two different places. Mm-hmm. What is it about Guthrie? What do you What do you like about Guthrie? The hometown feel, the things like red brick nights where everybody brings their lawn chairs and just just hangs out together like a big family. Um, very proud of how North has adopted a school and. Just the the small town feel. Yeah, what are, what are you thankful for today? Um, thankful for my husband. He's been through a lot of health challenges, and very grateful that he's here. Um, thankful for my children, my grandchildren. Thankful that I have a job that that pays well and. Um, provides the opportunity to travel and health insurance and thankful for education. I I took a non-traditional route in life, raised we raised our kids. I got to be a stay-at-home mom and then went back to school. So I'm I'm a fairly recent college graduate. <laughs> you know, so what what was it like getting uh, getting your education your degree so so late in life was that different and what spurred you maybe to actually go do that the kids that we were working with okay so i knew when we went to the first group home that i would have to have a piece of paper that said i knew something and i i wanted to learn more about how to work with kids that had been impacted by trauma okay and so just through a series of events, I finally had the opportunity to go to school and do that. How about, uh, you know, you said Marcus had had some health challenges. Um, it's probably pretty difficult to watch him go through that. What was that? Mm-hmm. What was that like? Horrible. Yeah. Um, it was a week to the day after I graduated and he called me and couldn't complete a sentence. That was in May of 2015, and he has, uh, after going to many, many doctors, one finally said he had Rocky Mountain spotted fever, but he he never went back to work, so it's just been a series of ups and downs, medical appointments where we weren't, we weren't used to that, and um, just finding a new normal. Yeah. Does it give you a new outlook on on your relationship and on life? Definitely. A year ago, he went through another big change where he had an outpatient surgery that turned turned into a second emergency surgery within 24 hours, and that's brought us to uh, just, I don't know, uh, even a, a different new normal. 
And I felt like, this might sound silly to some, but I felt like that day in the hospital that um, I had the choice about whether, I know that life and death is in God's hands. I fully believe that, but I felt like God spoke to me and asked me if I was ready for Mark to move on. And, and I wasn't, and it just it made me realize that no matter what the challenges are, man, I really like this guy, and I wasn't ready for him to go. So You, you feel, I would imagine, uh, just powerless. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you're in a situation like that, and you just have no control, what do you do? You pray. <laughs> you pray and you trust that no matter what happens, it's going to be okay. Yeah. I mean, prayer was just so important to you at, at that mm-hmm. time, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, there's a photo... Um, of Marcus in the in the hospital at that time, and and the Rodney and Shannon Fouts, um, mm-hmm. the head pastors at at North Church in Oklahoma City, um, were there praying with you all. What what did the church community mean to you and Marcus during that time? I can just picture them walking in the room and thinking, with everything else that they had to do, that they would take the time to show up and pray for him. Not not just once, but twice. And then Hetty was there several times. So it, it meant a lot. I mean, to have that community, to have people you can lean on when you're mm-hmm. when such a desperate situation, I mean, it, it, that's powerful, right? Yes. Yeah. That's family. Let me ask you about uh, your passions. What, what are you passionate about? What, you know, what, what drives you? Um, couples being able to stay together. That's, that's not a new passion, but the reason we're doing the couples class is because I had gone to Hetty and I said, Hey, couples are falling apart in the church. It seems like there's no difference in the church or out of the church. And, um, and he said, you know, are you sure about that? And I said, yeah, that's what statistics show. And so, um, Probably a week later, he came back to me and he said, so what are you going to do about that? <laughs> so um, he, he doesn't just listen to people. He holds you accountable for what you are passionate about. So, yeah. Tell me a little bit about, about your relationship with Hetty. What, what do you think about Hetty? What's he, what's he like, that relationship? I think, so I knew of him because he used to work where I now work. And so I knew he had done um, some type of family coaching. And um, so I had heard of him a lot and had never met him. And then I saw him at Red Brick Nights one night, took a picture, a selfie of him. I said, hey, you don't know me, but I got to send a picture to someone I know that has talked a lot about you. So that was kind of my first introduction. But then I really didn't get to know him you know, until the church. And he's, um, I think he has been so good for Guthrie and for North Church. Yeah. What, uh, what primarily in your, in your group, what are the, what are the couples? Are they, have they been married together? Are they newly married? Or is it kind of run a gambit, gamut? Yes. So one that will be married and then uh, one couple that's uh, on a second marriage, another couple that's been married for many years, and another that's been married for a little over a decade. What are some of the challenges that uh, these couples are facing? What do you see 
um, when you when you're talking to these couples, you know, without getting into specifics, um, the, the, what are the what are the broad challenges they have? Um, step parent challenges, you know, trying to navigate a blended family. Um, they've talked about communication issues, which <laughs> I think the best thing about the class is that very quickly people realize that challenges are not unique to them. And I think that's what can hold people together is when they realize or they hear from others that, oh, you know, my husband doesn't communicate a lot. Well, that's okay. A lot of husbands don't communicate a lot. Or, you know, we sometimes fight about the children. That's that's okay. A lot of couples do. Or the the money problems. So I think just feeling that camaraderie with others. Would you recommend I was if, for couples to go through this? Um, just every every couple that should go through this, or there are specific couples where you go if you're seeing this situation in your marriage. Maybe you need to go seek help. Or do, yes. does every couple need to be doing this? I think so. We're going through the book right now, the Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman, and who doesn't want better communication and the best possible relationship? You know, whether you are married, have been married a long time, whether you're going to be married. I mean, I think every marriage can get better. So I I would highly recommend everybody read that book, but I would definitely recommend that people get help. I I tell folks that we do oil changes on our vehicles. We do maintenance on our homes, but we don't do maintenance. We have this big wedding, or a lot of people have a big fancy wedding, and more work and time and effort is put into the wedding than the marriage. And then we don't do anything to follow up after that. So we need maintenance checks on on our marriage. That's that's great. That's a great way to put it. You're absolutely right. How do how do people get involved if they want to if they want to join the group? They show up on Wednesday night at G3 6:30. Okay. We have dinner first and then then we meet for the class from 7 to 8. There's some homework. People are are purchasing their their own books. We had a a happy accident recently because doubles got ordered of the books and people instantly as a class decided no they didn't want to send them back they're going to share so their second book that they ordered we thought we were getting a book and a workbook and we didn't but instantly everybody said no I'm just going to pass on my extra because it's so good yeah so a really great gift mm-hmm. somebody's uh in in that that group the G3 is at uh, the Guthrie Guthrie Upper Elementary School I should say that's that's mm-hmm. where it was at which is 702 North Crooks Drive um, mm-hmm. if you're interested you said Wednesday from six to seven six thirty to eight okay so dinner first and then class for an hour okay what uh if somebody's maybe interested in getting uh, involved in the church or actually come to the church what advice would you give them why why should somebody come to North Church Guthrie because all are welcome, because we all need support. Life is hard, whether you're married or not. doesn't have anything to do with couples. Life is, is just hard, and I think that 
we're just a very welcoming community. Okay, that's excellent. Thank you, Michelle. Mm -hmm. That was Michelle Watson, our guest today. That will do it for this edition of Sunday Stories. We'd love for you to follow North Church on Facebook and Instagram. North Church experiences are live streamed on Facebook and YouTube, as well as available on our website. You can find that by going to north.church. Thank you for listening, and as always, love God, love people, and follow Jesus.